0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Rule of Two Podcast, podcast with a K uh, about all things Star Wars. I'm your host
1: Sean Ritter, and as always, my trusty cohort Aaron Richland. Hey, everybody! Uh, you know it's been a while, Sean. I don't know what's been the delay, but we've been uh, slacking, man. Welcome been... back, everybody. Hopefully, uh, you've been anxiously waiting for another episode. Of course they are why would they not be i mean we kind of missed out on a lot over these last two uh two months ish close to i think is, is it's so it's been a while it's not our fault we like to have fun and we have been going on and trips things every once and so uh, a while, doing man. some things that have kind of been taking our time away but now we are focused 100 on on putting out some content and getting things going and i think we uh now's as good a time as any to do that yeah we got uh
0: well, we, we got some exciting news there, yes, um, recently. Comic cons going it? on, which we'll get into in a, in a later episode. Yes, but um, coming up here in a couple days or a day, I can't remember. New, well, we we have have a new novel else. coming out.
1: Yes, uh, July twenty fourth, uh, Tuesday. Yeah, a new episode or a new novel is coming out in the Thrawn series of books, uh, Thrawn Alliances. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not,
0: you know, I'm not much of a, not much of a book reader, um, but I'm a huge Thrawn
1: fan, yes, uh, for sure. And that's kind of the impetus to this whole entire episode, right? You're not much of a book reader. I love reading the books. Um, I I want to get more into the comics, and uh, so we're gonna take a, the time to do what we are calling a Holocron Data Dump episode, yeah. where I read or one of us reads. Um, either it's book, most likely going to be you, a novel, but it could pertain to a video game, which you may finish before I do. Oh, uh, that's fair. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Good and uh, you know, one of us has the the knowledge uh, in our in our holocron in our brains, and uh, we're gonna dump that data onto uh, onto the co-host. So I'm gonna
0: kind of gonna be kind of interviewing you, sort of.
1: Yeah, I and mean, in like a
0: weird in like a weird way, I guess. Like I'm I'm yeah. Craig Ferguson, and you are. You know, I don't know Anne Hathaway or whoever the fuck he's got on his show at that
1: point. Jake Gyllenhaal. In time. Jake like yeah. Gyllenhaal. Oh,
0: there you go. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. He's That's good. A good one. Yeah, I'm Craig Ferguson. You're Jake Gyllenhaal, and I'm
1: just gonna pelt you with Th- Thrawn questions. Cause I'm, yeah, I imagine I'll probably be doing a little <laughs> bit more of the talking this time around. Um, as uh, so, for the, our first episode of the Holocron Data Dump, we are going to be reviewing the first Thrawn book. Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say the th- first one, the first and the return of the Thrawn books, right? Right, because there were a couple of novels that came out
0: quite a while back that were part of the uh, the Expanded Universe, where exactly. Thrawn was first
1: introduced uh, in a trilogy of books that was written by uh, Timothy Zahn. Uh, those came out, well, the first one came out in 1991. <clears throat> it was called The Heir to the Empire uh, and was preceded in the following years by the uh, by the... Books that closed out the Thrawn Trilogy, uh, Dark Force Rising, and The Last Command. Uh, Those are some books that really kicked off the Expanded Universe, really kind of got things going. Timothy Zahn is well known for kind of doing that and kind of leading some things into the Star Wars universe that have ultimately ended up being canonized. And uh, uh, we saw that with Coruscant, which I think was actually introduced in the Thrawn Trilogy. Oh, yeah, and then also uh now with Thrawn, uh who was canonized and uh Star Wars Celebration in 2016. Yeah, they had that big reveal at uh, Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, well, no. What season was Ce- it? Celebration. Sorry, oh, I, not Comic-Con. I'm
0: Yeah. Uh Celebration Were they uh what
1: season was it of Rebels? Season 3, I believe. Season yeah. 3, yeah. It was yeah. the trailer for season 3. Yeah. And then that, that was big a dope reveal. moment, man. Oh, man. The reveal. Oh. The crowd went wild. It was awesome. <clears throat> oh,
0: yeah. I mean, Thrawn's been a favorite for, for many years now. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I really like the fact that they're canonizing some of these awesome characters that we know and love that... Uh, haven't yeah. until this time been part of the universe. Taken away from
1: us when, when Disney swallowed right. up Lucasfilm. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I can't think of any
0: off the top of my head but, uh, but Thrawn was definitely a big one though. I mean, so really awesome the biggest so far. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: For sure. Yeah, so, you know, we're just going to jump right in and uh, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Thrawn. Uh, the first book that came out I believe two years ago. Maybe, yeah, two years ago. Sounds about right. I believe this summer. So, uh, and just... So, you know, obviously, we're going to be talking about what that book is, kind of what happened during it, um, and any questions that may arise from that. So, this is your first and only spoiler warning. Uh, if you haven't read the book, and you want to, and don't want to be spoiled, you will be. So, stop so listening sh- to this episode. Yeah. yeah. And be a tune into in the next one.
0: Alright, so, let's, let's, let's jump into this, man. Tell me, give me a... Uh... Give me a good overall, high level view of this book. What 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 happens? What are yeah. we what are we looking at here?
1: So I'll kind of go through a, a general outline of the story, kind of where it starts, kind of where it progresses through, and uh, maybe touch on some of the characters that are thrown about into the book, as well as how it ends, and um, you know possibly leading into something better and uh, beyond. The normal Star Wars universe. So I know that, um, you know, the, the cool thing that I always
0: liked about Thrawn is you never knew what he was thinking about. You never knew what he was planning. And he always he always has this very calm demeanor. Like he he kind of reminds me a lot of Littlefinger in Game right. of Thrones He's like always analyzing every 15 moves he's into the future. He's always always one, one 5, 16 steps ahead mm-hmm. uh, uh
1: you know of the enemy. And that definitely plays out in this book. That's, That's what was going to be my question. Like let, let
0: tell me tell me yeah. about that. Tell me a little so, bit about his his cunning nature, the part of Thron which makes him so Let me go through the outline
1: and I'll touch on some of those points throughout this outline, right? So, uh, well, first of all, this story really hovers around a few main characters. Uh, Obviously, the first being Thrawn. The second being a character named Eli Vanto. And I'll touch on him um, in the beginning of this story a little bit more. The third being a character named Night Swan. Uh, Night Swan is kind of... I mean. since it's the perspective of Thrawn and the Empire, he's kind of the bad guy, right? He's the guy that Thrawn is really trying to go after um, throughout the series, or throughout the, the, the length of the book. He has run-ins with a character that's known as Night Swan, um, and he really gives Thrawn a run for his money. He's nearly as smart as Thrawn in the, some of the things that he does. He's so. not part of the Empire, though. He is not. He's, he's kinda, kind of a pirate Swan is, rebel.
0: Is, isn't rebel. Wasn't that uh, Natalie Portman's character in that movie? That was Black Swan. Black Swan. Mm, yeah. Yeah, okay. Similar, um, but so so Night Swan. Same, same. <laughs> so Night Swan, what what's what's he like? He, she, species, well, you know
1: And that's the thing. So again I'll go into the, the beginning of the story, right? So it kind of starts off with Thrawn. Wait, you didn't fucking answer my question. Well I'll get to it. All right. But what I but I want to all right, fine. All right, I'll get to it. <laughs> now, so it starts off with Thrawn. Uh, well, first of all, it starts off with the Empire on an Outer Rim planet, right? Uh, kind Which of, Outer Rim planet? Uh, I don't remember the name of the, the planet. I'm going to be doing this to you yeah. the whole entire time. All I just, I just want you one. to know. All right, cool. <clears throat> Can't wait. And hopefully I'll be able to answer something. I really know nothing about so, this book. And Actually, uh, I do want to preface this with, in this particular book, I listened to it on audiobook. Uh, and I have to say that... Um, it's so hard to do, man. It is when you're trying to re- retain that information. It, at least for me, it's hard to do, uh, to, especially when I'm trying to take notes for you know an episode of a podcast. But in this book, and don't I'm, take notes, dude. We wing it. <laughs> Shut up. What are you doing? Oh, my bad. No. Uh, but this book in particular, and I think the same guy is going to uh, narrate the next book as well. He's amazing <clears throat> at voices, and in my opinion, he <clears throat> sounds just like. The guy who does the voice of Thrawn in... um
0: In, uh, in Rebels?
1: Yes. That's that's um,
0: pretty sweet. I, I have... I really don't like listening to audiobooks for the reason I mentioned earlier. I don't, it's hard to, for me to retain the information because I don't know, I'm just not like paying attention enough or something. I don't know what it is. But... I've listened to a couple of audiobooks where they don't change the voice. It's just one guy reading and the one voice. like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, boring. not that the voice is boring itself, but it's boring because like when he's reading like the narrative versus when he's reading lines from the characters, there's no
1: difference. So mm-hmm. that, that yeah, that's cool. Like, 100% different. He does that's different sweet. voices. That's sweet. It's like a whole production, right? You have sounds, awesome. you music. You get like... really. A- yeah, when a Tie Fighter's flying by and shooting, you get the laser noises and everything. Um That's And he does dope, different man. voices for each character, and it stays the same throughout the, the whole entire book. So, okay, um, well,
0: I'm I'm starting to rethink my yeah, um, I, so, doing all my book. I listened to like a Harry Potter one, and it was literally just a guy reading the book. Yeah, like, it so wasn't the
1: for production. the next book. I might get both <clears> to kind of be able to highlight places and and but also still be able to listen to it to kind of get that effect. So, right, right. Say yeah but anyway the reason i brought that up is because uh some of the names um i didn't know how they were spelled so it was hard for me to look anything up yeah um some of the the planet names such as the one you just asked about kind of went in one ear and out the mm-hmm. other because it wasn't
0: she still haven't an my question
1: necessary to the the plot you know what i mean just just knowing that it's an outer rim planet kind of close to the unknown regions is uh good enough um uh, i can't remember exactly why they're out there they're but they end up. Having who's they? Like the, the Empire? Empire? Yes. Okay. Um, and but they end up something. Somebody kind of messes with them. Um, they start losing troopers. Um, they he down. Somebody downs a uh, like a tie fighter, and they don't know what's happening or who's causing it. Exactly. What well, well, at this they point think-
0: in time? Where. Has Thrawn been introduced? Like, do we know no, who he is no, or where it's he just, is? Or he's not part out, of the Empire yet. So this yeah. is like
1: an origin story of Thrawn, oh, yeah, kind yep, of. exactly. So, but it turns out this guy who is essentially outsmarting an entire unit of the Empire. Well, wow. uh, you know, all the way through from lowly stormtroopers to a captain, uh, it turns out that it's Thrawn, Right. What? What, what do we? When you say unit. What are we talking about here? Like a couple of star destroyers and
0: like a small fleet, or I don't like what entire star destroyer? It's not even a small star destroyer. Fleet, is, I think of, of not not of even local. one star destroyer. It's just like a, yeah, like okay. a transport ship of some kind. Yeah. And star
1: destroyers at this point are um, kind of reserved for the elite, right? At this point. Uh, okay, um, so this, is, this, this is early
0: later. in the empire. Yeah, uh, empires rise up. What what, what, what are we talking about as far as BBY goes? You know what? That's a good question. I actually don't know that. Um, Strike number one, my we friend. We do know,
1: so you know. Strike Star Wars number Rebels one is eight years prior, eight-ish years prior to, or at least it starts. I don't know. We'll get to that. Yeah,
0: I couldn't. I honestly couldn't tell you, man.
1: So anyway, um, he ends up stowing away on a ship. They find him, and he gets taken to the captain. And um, this is Thrawn. This is Thrawn, yeah. Okay. They they are just enthralled by this guy who is a blue skinned red eyed alien. uh the likes of which they've never seen before. And there is a... Member of the Chiss. Yes. So there's I a... Did, did, I, that's one thing I do know about Dron yep. is he's a member of the Chiss. Exactly. So they're really trying to figure out who he is, like kind of asking him questions, but he doesn't really know Basic, or at least he seems like he doesn't know Basic. And he's speaking a, a language um, that actually someone in the Empire, one of the, the lowly troopers who are with them, um, this guy named Eli Vanto, uh he can actually understand them. He's speaking a language called sybisti And Saibisti. So he... Is it like a is it like a Chiss native language or just an like an a unknown regions language that uh because Eli Banto is also from the outer rim. Uh in fact, like I mentioned, the author who speaks in different tones, this guy's tone is like kind of a hillbilly sounding tone that yeah. um that they really touch a lot on because he's frowned upon in the rest of the empire as being from the outer rim. And, you know, this lowly guy who just, you know, everyone looks down upon. Right. So he actually mentions that this creature could be part of the Chiss. Like he's never seen them before, uh, but he has heard stories. Like what leads him to say that he might be part of the Chiss. Like, what does he know about the Chiss that he's like, Oh, this guy, yeah, so he's heard a lot of stories from his people in the outer rim that is kind of it's all essentially folklore. Like they're kind of um it's almost as if like Bigfoot became real, right? Like, like oh my god, this could be Bigfoot, right?
0: So the chiss aren't like a well-known species basically. No, no, it's just they're... like people hear this and people hear that, but like oh okay, yeah, yeah who how is that and is he, that really real?
1: Yeah, and he's like part of the <clears throat> stories are exaggerated, some of them aren't. Um, but generally the storyline goes that they're a very smart group of people, um, who have military might and all sorts of things. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this guy, uh, the captain of this unit decides to take the Theron.
0: captain Eli Vanta.
1: No. So is Eli this, is just, an just some dude. Not even an ensign. Like he's not even gone through the Imperial Academy all the way through or anything like that.
0: Oh, he just happens he's to just know there. the language yeah. that this yeah. guy, this mystery well, guy, is he speaking. just happened to be there. I don't know. He okay, doesn't really okay. explain
1: why he's there or anything like that. <clears throat> but he he's there. He hears that it's Cybisti. He starts to translate for him. He says he's maybe part of the Chiss. And um, yeah, one thing I do want to point out is they uh, they ask his name, and he says, you know, my name is Mithran Nuorodu and he's like but that's probably too hard for you people to say so just call me thron but he's not saying this basic
0: no he's saying this in in, sure, in, yeah. in the this this weird language got it exactly. got it got it okay okay okay
1: um so he ends up telling this captain that he could be a valuable asset for the empire and the captain is enthralled by it and thinks that Palpatine would be really interested in hearing about this and seeing mm. who he is and, and getting to know more about his people because you know Thrawn is uh, definitely into that sort of thing, right? Mm. Or sorry, Palpatine is into that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they end up going to, um, they end up going to Coruscant, and he meets Palpatine directly. And on the way there, and, and like, this
0: is this is this is. The new so Corson's long been a thing. This is all the new book. I'm getting myself confused with when Coruscant was originally introduced in, yeah, the, no. in the first time book. So so wait f- before you go on, I have a question. You you talked at the beginning about this mystery guy who's taking down all these ships and they're like, how the hell is this? Where's this coming from? Who's how was he doing that? Was he in like a single person starfighter of no, some kind? So like, where was he? I did kind of captured this planet.
1: He was there and he claimed to be there <clears throat> because he was exiled by his people because he, uh, mentioned some unknown kind of force of evil that is out in the unknown regions. Um, and he was advocating for, for first strike policy, which is, I guess, a no-no in the Chiss Ascendancy, right? So he was... Unknown exiled. evil. Yeah, and they touch on this a lot. I, um, it's something that Thrawn brings up quite a bit in, in this entire thing. Um, he brings it up to the Empire, or to the Emperor, uh, about a force out in the, uh, in the Unknown Regions that will end up coming to meet the Empire. And um, he's essentially saying, like, so when he goes to meet Emperor, um, Emperor, Palpatine. Emperor Palpatine, he essentially says, "You know, I I know of this evil. Let me learn from you. We can team up and destroy this evil together." Sort of thing. Interesting. And Palpatine doesn't seem to really buy it, really, but um, essentially knows that he could be a uh, valuable asset because in this meeting, Thrawn mentions to Palpatine that he knew and met a general from the Clone Wars named Skywalker. What? And he said that that Skywalker spoke highly of the Chancellor Palpatine, and that's why he wanted to go to him directly, so that he could talk to him directly. Right?
0: Okay, so this was when Thrawn was... How, so uh, how old is he in this book? Because I didn't think he was very old in Rebels, um, and if he met Anakin Skywalker during the Clone Wars, he must have been a teenager during I, the Clone Wars? I don't know. They Presumably? Don't, they really don't.
1: They really don't okay, okay. His age, right? Interesting. So in this exchange, when he references General Skywalker, he um, or Palpatine says, ah, it is you who Blah, blah blah. As if he had heard he had reports heard. from Skywalker about a cunning uh, yeah. general that he met in the unknown regions in oh. his trip.
0: Do you think we'll see Thrawn in the new the newest season of Clone Wars?
1: I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll get to. Yeah, I'm am I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> I'm getting so, excited. Um, uh, in this exchange, he Palpatine informs Thrawn that Anakin died. That you know he is no more, and you know. Or Thrawn was bummed because he he liked Skywalker and thought he was a a, a good warrior and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, long story short, uh, Palpatine agrees to have him join the military academy. Um, And he asks Thrawn asks if he could take Eli Vanto with him, his who has to Mm -hmm. this point been acting as his translator. Now...
0: Now, No, so wait, at this point when he's talking to Palpatine, is he speaking basic at this? He's speaking basic, yeah. Now he's speaking basic. Yeah. And Is it like to the point where he knows it fluently, or he's like trying to
1: (laughs) pretend that he doesn't really... That's a point that is kind of, I believe it's already brought up at this point, where uh, Eli and Thrawn are talking by themselves, and he's like, why do you need me? Like, you speak perfect basic, and he's like, well, I'm still trying to get the hang of, you know, the idioms and all the catchphrases and stuff like that, so... Like, for example, mm. um, you know, he'll be talking and he'll be like, um, he'll, he'll look at Vanto, say it in Cybisti, and then Vanto will be like, computer. And he'll be like, ah, computer. And then he just knows it from then on out. Like, he doesn't have to do it again.
0: But is that really true or is he just fucking with him to make him think, everyone think that he's I
1: stupid? I don't know. We don't know at this point. We don't know at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay, we know okay. that he continues translator Continue. to be with him. So <clears throat> Eli Vanto okay, and okay. Thron get in the Imperial Academy on Coruscant the Imperial Royal Academy that is like the Ooh. top of the line academy now Vanto wow. is surprised he's some nobody from the Outer Rim right. that was on a trajectory to be like uh, like a supply officer mm-hmm. right and now he's on the Imperial Royal Academy uh, kind of following around this guy that's on a trajectory to be I mean he ultimately ends up being Grand Am yeah, right
0: do you know like the? Sorry, this is a off topic, but do you know the uh, the order of, of power in the empire? Like like lieutenant, admiral, so grand admiral. You know, blah, 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 like like yeah. it's like grand admiral throne, grand admiral.
1: Yeah, actually, no, it was Grand Moff Tarkin. So it's like a Grand Moff so higher moffs, than Grand Admiral. So admirals are military. Moths are like government.
0: Oh, interesting. Because Tarkin. Was It was Admiral Tarkin during the Clone Wars.
1: I don't know. Wasn't That's it? Good
0: like, like back when he was still like, you know, um, um answering to General Kenobi
1: and General mm-hmm. Skywalker. I honestly don't that. remember. It makes sense because he's, mm-hmm. you know, in Episode 3, he's at the end of that, right? And on the Star Destroyer and all that. Right, 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 right. Oh, just curious. No big deal. Continue. But, anyway, so now they go through the academy together, essentially, mm-hmm. right? And um, just keep in mind that not only do does the Empire look down on, like, well, the, pe- the people that are around them look down on, um, like, Eli Vanto for being from the Outer Rim, even worse yet, they look down on Thrawn because he's from the Unknown Regions and he's non-human.
0: He, mm. And not to
1: mention he's a non-human that no one's ever seen before, right? Yeah, no one really knows about the He kind of comes in and not only... Kind of is the Empire in, mostly human? Yeah, I mean pretty much. Like all of them. I, I mean it's it makes kind of,
0: sense, I guess. I, it's just weird to think about in a giant galaxy that the
1: Empire really only is mostly made up of human. Yeah. So it's it's kind of an un it's not like it's like an unspoken <clears> thing <throat> where they kind of look down on yeah humans. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like okay, most okay. officers in the book, not all of them. Most of them I think all of them are human and most of them are white males, right? So there are a few women um, officers and all that. but um, So the Nazis. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of based that. Um, but pretty much everyone hates them, right? Um, hates, hates Thrawn and invent- In- yes. Invento. Uh, but so Thrawn comes into the academy and he's immediately granted the rank of lieutenant, right? Immediately? Immediately. Without the, having the to do anything? Gives them, nope. Gives him a, a lieutenant placard. Why? They don't know. We don't know at this point. It's not really seen as to why, right? I mean, we kind of—I don't know if they ever really. He just sits down it. in class, and they're like, "Oh, hey,
0: Thron. Well, come he meets, on up
1: here. I have a badge to give you." He meets like the essentially the principal of—I can't remember the guy's name—of mm-hmm. uh, the academy, and he gives him a, a lieutenant placard um, as if it's like directed from higher above. Like he doesn't want to give it to him.
0: So, I mean, my immediate thought is. Palpatine saw right through any ploy Thrawn might have been trying to pull over their eyes and was like this guy's gonna be great you need to like give him a lieutenant
1: I mean I position think immediately he knows or like what? he knows a story from Skywalker <clears throat> knowing that this guy's a genius and he could be useful so do we still think still has to go through the ranks right so do we think that
0: it was maybe Palpatine's doing sure Palpatine. that
1: he yeah. immediately became yeah. a lieutenant um you know in summary him and Vanto don't really have the best time there uh like, the first time Thrawn shows his, like, excellency, you know, his excellent brain skill, um, is kind of, they get invited to a gambling game with fellow uh, ensigns. Well, Vanto's an ensign, everyone else is an ensign, Thrawn is a lieutenant. But, I don't think anybody at this point knows he's a lieutenant. He doesn't wear the lieutenant badge. He puts it away. Oh, really? And it's kind of like, oh, why, what's well, what's that all about? And we find out later on. When these people invite him to uh, a gambling game, it's yeah. illegal. They can't do that. They're allowed to um, yeah, gamble in the academy. Yeah, these ensigns are kind of assholes. They don't really like them. Um, they are sons of big political people. Like, I think yeah. one of them is the son of a senator from Coruscant. So, like, powerful okay. people, right? Okay, and, okay. Uh, and then a teacher walks in during the game and they try to pin it on Vanto and Thron. But Thrawn pulls out his fucking lieutenant's badge and turns around, and he outranks the teacher, and he's like, "Oh no, everything's good here," essentially. Oh, and everyone's like, "What the wow. fuck?" Like, because the teacher was clearly in on it. It was like he was in on it with the students to catch them in an act of, uh, you know, in oh. something illegal to kick them out of the academy.
0: So it's like the students and this teacher were ch- didn't like the fact that there were these non humans people from the outer rim unknown regions there. So they. Set them up basically. They set them up, yeah. And it totally and backfired because Thrawn
1: yep. outranks all these fuckers. And, you know, they get taken to the like essentially the principal. Well, first of all, they're walking in there, and um they get attacked by three people. And I think Who the implica- gets attacked. Thron and Vanto. They walk into wait, wait I missed something. So, they walk into so they're where? going to talk to like. I can't remember the guy's name. He's essentially the principal of the academy. And this is this right.
0: this is a, this is after this, this right gambling after that, game. Yeah. They leave and, and then they, they go. They get to... attacked.
1: Thrawn sees it, pushes Vanto off, like kind of, he almost falls over a ledge. And um, he's essentially getting his ass beat. And Thrawn helps <clears throat> out. I can't remember how they do it. I think other people see it and those three run off, but they're wearing masks. The three who, who ran off were the ones who were wearing masks. Yes, exactly. And, um, so anyway, he goes, they go to talk to this, uh, this principal, the, 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 the head of the yeah. academy and they know that they set him up and it's instead of getting them kicked out or whatever, you know, the, the guy's like, you know, feeling the effect of the, the politics involved with the fact that it was the Senator's son or whatever, but Thrawn essentially says, you know, don't worry about it, just transfer them to the, uh, like the flight academy because I've I feel like... Transfer them, meaning Thrawn and then... The three people who attack them, transfer them to the Flight Academy.
0: So Thrawn walks into this guy's office, who's the head of the Academy, and tells him what to fucking do? Well, he's like, well, we'll," yeah,
1: essentially, and he does it, because he's like, I feel like they're good pilots, and the guy's like, I feel the same way. And that's like the first time that we see uh, Thrawn in the Empire kind of use his intelligent brain to kind of outmaneuver the people that are trying to screw him over right?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: so anyway they go through Imperial Academy they go through four years of Imperial Academy in three months both him and Vanto.
0: holy crap yeah
1: so then they're out like after graduation and they are assigned like they go to see where they're assigned they think they're parting ways and you know Thrawn is appointed as first officer which is above lieutenant so he's already this is like right th- off three of months into the yeah. academy and um vanto is appointed. point like he thinks he's going to be you know going back to where he came from so like i said he's from the outer rim his family owns some like uh shipping company so he thinks he's going to go into like shipping logistics because he's good with numbers and all that and he's appointed as the aide to first officer Thrawn. oh he's shit he's pissed he's pissed he doesn't he like that why because he didn't want this he didn't want to be at the Royal Academy. He didn't want any of it. He why did had, he, Why did he go with he Thrawn? A, then? he was told to by the by Emperor Palpatine.
0: Oh, I thought Thrawn was only like, "Hey, I want you to come with me."
1: Essentially, yeah. I mean, so he was like, you know, I want Vantor to come with me, and Palpatine's like, "Okay." And I mean, he can't say no.
0: And, exactly, and right. Vantor doesn't like Thrawn.
1: He, I mean, it's not that he doesn't like Thrawn; it's that he had a career trajectory that, like, his family was happy with, that he was happy with, and it was like he was just taken away from that. Mm, um, okay so you know from there they are given their first assignment and um, before that uh, Thrawn like we see in Rebels Thrawn has a clear interest in art uh, a clear interest yeah, in like a yeah, lot, a lot yeah. of things from the galaxy that he doesn't know much about right um, and he's very interested in Clone Wars technology he bought these uh, things called like the Buzz Droids right remember mm-hmm. the Buzz Droids that yeah I remember the Buzz Droids latch yeah. onto the chips he bought I believe two, or, two to four of them uh, and there were a specific kind of buzz droid that was made with this uh, this metal called dunium. He was very interested in dunium.
0: Not, not all buzz droids are made with this? No,
1: because it's a, a very expensive
0: metal. Um, Why were and, buzz droids who were seemingly kind of a worthless
1: droid not really sure. made of a super expensive... I believe it's... A- Maybe the buzz Ray droids. Either way, he had some buzz droids. Okay, uh, there was a lot of interest in them, and a lot of Clone War tech because of certain things being made with Dunium. Um He has the, he sees this uh, this kind of connection of Dunium in the Empire that he's not really sure about. Um, so he buys these buzz droids. Uh, <clears throat> the captain, find, the captain of the ship he's on, finds them, and tells him to throw them out, but he's like, "Whoa, there's Dunium in them," and he like knows that the captain's like, thinking in her head. He's like. Well, first of all, there's Dunium in this, and also anything on this ship is yours, right? Like you're the captain, you could just take it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, you're right. Okay, don't throw him away. Uh, fix him up, and blah blah blah, right?" Because he knows that he's Dunium, telling the
0: captain this of yes, the ship he that knows he's that Dunium on.
1: Dunium is expensive, and that he he's playing to her, uh, knowing that she would want that to to sell him. He essentially makes money.
0: Okay, okay. So anyway, Do- Dunium he, sounds a little bit like. Droid space
1: poop. <laughs> oh bunch of dunium in
0: here. <laughs> Look at all this oh, dunium floating around. like fucking dunium. <laughs> that droid just took a massive dunium.
1: <laughs> so, they're going on their first assignment. There's these pirates that are smuggling Tabonic ass. Uh, highly explosive. Uh, so they board this ship. It's empty, except for one guy who d- you know doesn't freak out. Um, Dude, how the fuck do you remember... All- d- to... Tabanagas, Dunium. Are you a clip?
0: Like a Star Wars encyclopedia that I don't fucking know Star about? Star Wars, man. man. That's for sure. Okay, well, yeah, I am too, but, like, you must just be on a different level, and I'm just well, I've not realizing. read a lot of this. books and stuff. Maybe I should start reading more fucking books because you you're just, like, throwing out a lot of buzzwords, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is that? What the fuck is this? What the fuck is Dunium? Dunium space poop. For all I know. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Keep
1: going. Anyway, uh, they find mm. this guy and he is they essentially you know tell him they they think he's part of the ship that was overrun by pirates and was hiding and they find this guy wait wait i'm like i'm missing something What? where do they find this guy uh, so the pirates like they're going to their first assignment where pirates stole a bunch of dunium from a ship so they board the ship there's a guy got in there. it it turns out this guy's the head of the pirates like he turns it around on them because not all, like all the stormtroopers, except for Vanto and uh, Thron, like leave, and maybe a couple other officers. And he turns it around on them, points out a gun, and you know says like, "Hey, I'm the I'm the head of the pirates. We're stealing everything." Oh. And shit. his people come in, and the pirate they, guy, yeah, they lock them up, and he like heads off, and um, so Thron and and Vanto are in a cell. I mean, it by looks themselves. like they're about to die, right? Shit. I mean, it's a sad day in the Empire. Grand Admiral Thrawn is not going to happen. Except he pulls out his original lieutenant badge, which he like repurposed to be this calling like communicator this beacon thing. A yeah, beacon. Oh. Clicks it. Buzz droid poof, comes in, eats through the bars, eats through the person that's guarding them, and get because try, it's trying to get to the the beacon, right? Oh. So they throw the beacon out, and another buzz droids comes in and they're essentially freed, right? So Holy it's shit. like he got reprimanded. He actually uh, had to get court-martialed because... Thrawn did, by yes, the Empire. By the Empire, because he... After he the, escaped. And, and escaped. And he ends up getting, you know, um, freed. They did what they were supposed to do, except they didn't get the Tabana gas back because the head of the pirates managed to somehow smuggle them out of the gas canisters without opening up the gas canisters. Oh, I
0: forget they
1: they explain how they do that later on. But that's the first time so, Thrawn so, is kind of thraughted by somebody.
0: So so why did Thrawn stay behind just to get captured when all the other Stormtroopers left and just rebuked. Because here, they were court to go
1: get the Tabana gas. And
0: so he got court martialed because he did because something stupid cabana, yes. and didn't get the yeah. gas.
1: Yeah. But he was cleared of all charges. <clears throat> He's actually court martialed a bunch through all this. That's, like, one of the first things that we see of Thrawn kind of being this genius. And we actually see, it like, little things throughout the entire thing, right? Well, actually, let me kind of back up. I mentioned there's a bunch of main characters in this, right? Yes. A bunch of characters that it follows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commander Thrawn, this Night Swan character, Vanto. And the fourth one is Orinda Price. Orinda Price. Governor Price from Rebels. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it starts out with her um, kind of being essentially a nobody, right? She's from Lothal, right? Um, her family owns a mining company. The senator from Lothal kind of screws her up. Well, first of all, Governor Azadi, he's the governor that is in the yep, Rebels, towards yep, where we yep. think he's an asshole, but he's not. Yep, yep. And uh, they arrest her mom because they think she, she's been cooking the books. Price. Yeah, so there's this whole thing. She has to go speak to the senator, and the senator essentially steals the mine from them for the empire. Right? Okay. And she's mad, but she ends up going to Coruscant, uh, where kind of she wants to be. Like she didn't want to be on Lothal. She hated it. She wanted something bigger and better for her life. So she goes to Coruscant, and she ends up working her way up to working for Senator Ranking is the guy's name who stole the thing from her. And there's a lot of politics involved and she meets Thrawn at the graduation. That's kind of where their whole relationship starts. Um, And she actually kind of gets tricked again by Senator. Well, Senator Ranking wants to send her to a moth to essentially put in a, a chip to spy on the moth. The moth catches her. She ends up losing her job, gets thrown out and he essentially has to work her way back up again from the bottom, right? So oh, wow. she goes and she's on like the lower levels of Coruscant and she gets a shitty, like, uh, like temp job essentially. And she works her way up and she actually meets people. She met some people while she was working for Senator ranking and she becomes friends with them. And I, I really believe that she was very, very friendly with them. Like she actually really liked them. Um, and, uh, so she loses the job, um, and then she essentially gets another job for um, working as a, uh, like a diplomat to a non-profit sort of thing. It's called Higher Skies, right? And this Higher Skies, uh, in this she, she already had a lot of contacts of senators and all this other stuff that she uses to kind of get information on. And... Little does she know that Higher Skies is actually spying on them, essentially what I think is, as a rebel uh, group. And she doesn't know it. Higher Skies is the rebel group? Yeah. Fuckers. I know. And then, so what she ends up doing is she ends up finding out about this. She speaks with Governor Turkin, or Grand Moff Turkin, I think. Is it Grand at this point? It's Grand at this point. And um, she kind of uses this information, uses what she knows from this Moff Gaudi, and she gets him to promise her governorship of Lothal. Right? Mm. And she says something um, like her first order of business as this new governor. Uh, one thing that kind of gave uh, Tarkin confidence in her was she actually turned on her friends. She arrested them uh, as traitors to the Empire. And a her friends. I know. She says something like, someone's like, Was I ever your friend or just a tool? And. She says, "Yeah, you're my friend, uh, which is why you're going to be locked away in prison for the rest of your life and not executed."
0: Oh my Uh, god! She says how
1: she's like on the road to power now, and she doesn't need people like them. So what uh, a bitch! She kind of so that's one thing where I think Thrawn did a good job of showing, Orenda like the book Thrawn shows Orenda going from this kind of aspiring young, like enthralled by the city life of Coruscant, to this just ruthless imperial that we see in Rebels. Right. What ends up happening to her in Ribbles? Does she get fucked? Does she like um, die? She dies. I don't, Doesn't she? Does I don't she think like? She dies. Did hmm. she die? I don't she think on the ship? Never, she might have been on the ship that gets blasted off.
0: Yeah, she was. She was on yeah. that ship.
1: Yeah, so she does die. Yeah.
0: Assu- uh, presumably.
1: So, anyway. So anyway, uh, we're kind <clears> of <throat> running pretty long here, so I'm gonna kind of speed through some of the rest of this. Where Thrawn goes back to Coruscant, meets with the Pal- meets with the Emperor Palpatine. Um, And almost every time he comes away with a new promotion, right? So, in in every single time, Vanto is not. He keeps being ensign when, um, you know, like, Braun gets to Lieutenant Commander, to Commodore or whatnot. Yeah. Except, and then eventually... So, so
0: Vanto is not being promoted this whole entire time. He's still at the same level. It's all
1: politics involved. Everyone is saying, you know, we can't... we can't get to Thrawn because he seems to be untouchable. So we'll just screw over his, his, his Vanto. Yeah. And, and it's another thing that leads and to... And Thrawn him.
0: doesn't go and fuck them?
1: No, because he's, that's one thing. He's amazing at military stuff. He's amazing at all this stuff. like all of that stuff. He's the best at it, right? Outsmarting his opponents on the military mm-hmm. battlefield, but he's not good at politics. That's one thing Vanto can help out with. Um, and that's one thing that I think really fosters his relationship with, um, Arinda, uh she realizes like he, she says something to him along the lines of you know through all your military might you really don't know what you're doing with politics and he's, she's like i can help you out with that and she's actually the reason why he ends up coming to Lothal. like they want to get a military presence on Lothal because she wants money essentially and it. She goes to Thrawn to help her get those military people to come to Thrawn, or to Lothal. But anyway, kind of back to this. They do a bunch of jumping around or a bunch of uh, promotions throughout the book, where it kind of where he goes from you know lieutenant commander to commodore to captain, um, uh, or sorry, from L- lieutenant commander to captain, and then captain to commander, and all of those like captain to commodore would take. Ten years in itself to do. Um, lieutenant to captain would take six years in itself to do, but he's doing it in the span of like I believe two years. He went from lieutenant to commodore, and then Damn. commodore to admiral to grand admiral at the end of the book. Damn. Right? So anyway, how is
0: he doing? Is it just like Palpatine like he's, fucking throwing him a bone the for, whole
1: time? A lot. So there are a few things <clears throat> that I can't remember the the details around them where he's outsmarting pretty much everyone. They do kind of go into detail around some of them. A lot of them they don't. But when the ones they do go around, it's always around this Night Swan guy, right? Ah, kind of uh, back about back. this Night motherfucker. Yes. Um, and they end up finding him. He sends Vanto in by himself, but doesn't tell him it's Night Swan. He opens up the door, like, to this pirate ship again, right? And he sees the same guy from the first assignment. Signy was his name. And he's like, what the hell? The, the
0: pirate captain guy?
1: Yeah, he's like, I, I didn't... Who stole all that like, gas? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. It turns out, he's Night Swan. He's just trying... He's found out about the Empire hoarding all this Dunium. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know why. And he's like, what reason could they be hoarding all this Dunium from? Of which I forgot to mention... Who both. finds out? Thrawn? Night Swan. Night Swan does. Night Swan finds out about... Okay, yes. okay, okay. And, um, and
0: Thrawn knows who Night Swan is. He he did, but he didn't tell Vanto. So, so what, why is he... I'm guessing confused. am confused. Why is he called Night Swan?
1: What, what's the whole point code of... the name that he gave himself to hide from the Empire.
0: So why are they after this
1: guy? Because he's a pirate that's um, essentially a rebel. That And he, they didn't know that this
0: guy was Night Swan the first time they met not him? Not the first
1: time, no. They didn't know anything about Night okay. Swan then. Okay, okay. So one thing I did forget to mention is each start of each chapter... It's essentially a monologue from Thrawn. He's talking about, you know, tactics in the military, tactics in understanding your opponent and besting your opponent, stuff like that. Each chapter is something different.
0: And mm-hmm. it's very
1: cool. It's very like I I would like to compile them all together and just listen to that because yeah. was, every time it's like, wow, this guy's fucking smart. Really and good, right? yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and a lot of it always pertains to the chapter and kind of towards the end of the book Thrawn meets with Night Swan by himself and in that he tells him about the um the threat to the outer rim the threat in the unknown regions that's Mm -hmm. coming in and where you know how that's something that the Empire is going to face one day. NightSwan tells Thrawn about it? Or no, Thrawn, Thrawn is tells, telling NightSwan about why this. Why
0: is he telling NightSwan Swan him out?
1: Because it was one thing that always bugged <clears throat> Thrawn is that NightSwan kept outsmarting him. Uh, right. And it's crazy because he uh, goes to NightSwan without telling anybody that he's going to go meet him. And he essentially offers him a job. Like go to my people and help them. Go to the Chiss? Yes. Like he's basically going behind the Empire's back. And like, kind of. Yes. Interesting. So he essentially so, doesn't know, <clears throat> or no one knows he's going, except the head of the ISB, Imperial Security Bureau, uh, which is kind of like the internal affairs of, yeah. of the Empire, um, catches him and Thrawn maneuvers his way out of it. I can't remember exactly how, um, but it was, it was really cool. And... Um, but so that's the first thing where we so, see. So
0: Thron's not really loyal to the Empire.
1: Not really. It, it was, was kinda of what I'm getting at, right? Or it's kinda of what it seems like. He doesn't seem to be entirely loyal to the Empire.
0: He's just using it to his advantage, basically. That this is the most advantageous yeah. move for him, so he And just in doesn't. this,
1: he actually explains everything, right? Um he essentially knew at one point he saw Neimoidians hiding on a planet somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um and that's where he learns it's the Neimoidians exiled from the Clone Wars, right? Um, they explain a lot to him. Um, he so he explains that he actually wasn't exiled, that he took the information he got from the Neimoidians, went back to the Chist ascendancy, and they were like, we need to find out more about this empire, so we're going to act like you're exiled. You're going to go, you're going to talk to them, you're going to see. get as much information as you can. He did not expect to be given a position in the empire, he didn't expect any of that. Right. Um, wow. he thought, so the, basically all of the chips are
0: just like brilliant motherfuckers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So he thought Vanto was actually planted by the nemoidians So that's why he got such an interest in Vanto. Oh, uh,
0: cause he was trying to see if he was an actually, yes, actually like a but spy along the way.
1: He found Vanto had a mind for this sort of thing. Right. So that's why even when he found out later that, he couldn't that he wasn't planted by the nemoidians or when he deduced that he wasn't
0: he still kept him around he still kept because... him around because
1: he and throughout the book uh, that's kind of one of the reasons why i brought up that those things in between the chapters it's like he's it's like he's teaching vanto to be more tactically sound right
0: interesting
1: so, long story short um he goes to uh palpatine cuz again he Thrawn, he goes... Oh, first of all, uh, Night Swan turns down the offer and goes along his way. Um, I can't remember. I think he's actually in some of the Thrawn uh, comics. He shows up in some of the Thrawn comics, which Mm. I want to read. I haven't read yet. Um, But, so I don't think he dies. So, you know, at the end of the day, Thrawn goes to Palpatine like I said, he had this interest in the Dunium, he knew Night Swan was looking at the Dunium, he knows Lothal has Do the we Dunium. know at this point what's with the Dunium and why it's so valuable? He goes and he essentially asks Poptains and he's like, I want you to tell me about the Death Star. He's like, I know that's why all the Dunium's gone, why it's like created such a black market. The Empire is hoarding the or mining all the Dunium it can to help build the Death Star.
0: What's, what is it about Dunium that's essential to a, building a, a rare metal super power that's weapon?
1: very powerful, very strong. Um, that helps it. Interesting. Uh, Vader shows up in this meeting and he's like, oh, I don't think you've actually met Darth Vader yet. Darth Vader, this is Grand Admiral Thrawn. Uh, mm-hmm. Because Thrawn ended up throttling Night Swan. kind of goes off on his own thing. Um, and Vader's like, you know, essentially nice to meet you. And he's like, bitch, I already met you. You ain't shit? No? Yeah. No, anyway. Does Thrawn um,
0: recognize that it's actually General
1: Skywalker? Um, I don't know, <clears throat> actually. Now, um, the epilogue... like, So that's essentially the end of the book. That's At the, the end of topic, the book. Yes. The epilogue starts with another one of those monologues by Thrawn. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into Vanto saying how he's reading the diary of Thrawn that Thrawn left him. So it kind of implies that each one of those starts of the chapter was part of the diary that he left for for... oh interesting and vanto is on a ship traveling through hyperspace um it kind of hints at it being unknown regions he comes out of hyperspace and someone hails him and it's some commander from the chis ascendancy and he's like i'm the one that thrawn sent and they're like oh welcome let us learn together and that's the end of it. Oh shit, dude! Yeah. So Vanto goes from this guy who was pretty much nothing, um, to being someone that was sent to the Chiss Ascendancy to to teach them some about the, the Empire. The, yeah. Oh, that we know. Wow. Of. Now was there
0: was there, <clears throat> and I've heard that there was like a lot of like. Thrawn pretending like he was a little bitch and didn't know anything. And then oh, and, yeah. all, and then they were just like, oh, hey, hey, just kidding. I'm pretty actually much, awesome, but I don't want anybody to know about yeah, it.
1: Pretty much everything he does in the book, there's some meaning behind <clears> it. And it's always like, oh, how did you know that was a thing? And he's like, um, I didn't know it was the most likely scenario.
0: Interesting.
1: Like very science-minded, seemingly. Like, for example, when he got beat up, he knew that he could beat the shit out of him. But he did it on purpose. Yeah, he did it on purpose. Everything he does, he does for a reason throughout the entire book. Wow. It's really crazy. Now, so that's essentially the, the book. And um, I think it would be remiss for me to not bring up the um, the next book, Star Wars Alliance. Right,
0: right, right. This is the whole point we're doing this data dump now is because the yes. next book in the series
1: is about to be released. Yes. And, and they touch <clears> on... <throat> I'm not exactly 100 percent sure about what this is going to be and how the timelines play how the timelines play out because I believe um, a lot of this is going to go into it's called alliances. I think a lot of it's going to go into Just the like Alliance. What,
0: the Thrawn alliances is yeah, the name of the Thrawn book. Thrawn
1: alliances. It's going to go into um, the alliance I think formed by Thrawn and Skywalker in the during the Clone Wars. So oh, so it's going to be a bit of a backpedal. I think so. And I think Padme oh, actually ends up in this book. I don't know hmm. how or when. I remember seeing. I think there's two excerpts that came, that showed up on StarWars.com. <clears throat> um, I'll link to both in the show notes. And one of them is uh, Skywalker meeting Thrawn for the first time.
0: No shit. Um, it's very short. So this is more of a prequel book than a sequel, really. Or is it going to jump it, back it in the jump and forth? We don't know. I don't
1: know. I okay. Don't know. So okay, It sounds like it might be a prequel cool book. But I'm super amped about it. I'm totally going to buy it as soon as it comes out because we are recording this uh, two days before it comes yeah, out. Yeah,
0: and I'm totally going to listen to you tell to, me all to about it. the next dated Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, that you know, that's it. I think, um, you know, I jumped around a little bit there. So, you know... Uh, if you have any questions, you know, go shoot me, shoot them at me. Um, listeners, if you have any questions, feedback, uh, suggestions on how I can better do that so that it's not jumping around so much, you know, shoot us an email. Hey, hey, look, at look, listen, listen.
0: That was awesome. I, 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 that was, I learned a lot about and I didn't know anything about that book. I liked Thrawn. I, I remember when I first heard about him, didn't know a ton about him. Fell in love with him during Rebels. Knew he was a badass uh, when they first introduced him. Um, but he, wow, really, really a badass. And, and his backstory 100%. proves that just a ton. Yep. Um, so the new book comes out
1: uh, here in, July 24th. July 24th. Bookstores everywhere. Audible.com. You know, Audible, if you want to be one of our sponsors, I'll totally uh, yeah, accept that. I love Audible.com. <laughs> Go get one. A membership if you don't have one. We're big fans of Thrawn.
0: I'm sure I know that, that a bunch of you are. Um, so go out and buy the book, you guys. It's going to be awesome. I'm not going to read it because I'm not a book reader, but but, but Aaron's going to read it, and 100%. we're going to learn all about it. Um, you, you you should too. Well, guys, thanks for joining us. That does it here for our first episode of a Holocron Data Dump. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned learned a lot about Thrawn I know I did um and go buy the new book thanks everyone for listening and we'll talk to you on the next one